Blog Talk Radio. Listen, be blessed, and reassured. Wonderful in me. It's something awesome and incredible that only He will get the glory. God is doing something wonderful, incredible and awesome. God is doing something wonderful in me.
wonderful. Again, this is Reverend Lamar Townsend, and you're listening to Global Gospel. It is Saturday again at the 1 p.m. hour. We are here from 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday, and we want you to continue to listen to Global Gospel for gospel music. And each week we have a special guest from time to time that shares with us um, their story or their ministry or their music ministry. So you, we want you to be encouraged by listening in. We are on Facebook. You can uh, look for us at uh, Global Gospel. We have a page. You can write us at P.O. Box 5331, Hempstead, New York, 11550. You can email us globalgospel17 at gmail.com. And once again, we are here on Blog Talk Radio. That is www.blogtalkradio.com backslash global hyphen gospel. And we thank God for everyone listening. And today is a hot Saturday. We want everybody to stay hydrated, stay out of the sun if you can. And we just believe that God is doing something wonderful. No matter what's going on, no matter what happened this week, no matter what your ups and downs may be, that God is still moving. And it, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men what God has in store for us. Our theme here at Global Gospel comes from Second Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 3 says, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, shall shine unto them. Certainly we don't want to have blind eyes to what God is doing, because God is moving. Certainly he is soon to come. The old song said, don't let him catch you with your work undone. Be ready when he comes. He's coming again so soon. And it's old school, but old school is right school because the Bible declares to find the old path and and walk therein. And certainly we are looking to please the Lord in a day and a time like this. I'd like to share a particular passage of Scripture on this afternoon, one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Psalm 91, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wasteth in noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation." There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. 
Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt shalt thou trample under feet, because he has set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. That was Psalm 91, and that is one of my favorite passages of Scripture and one that I go to from time to time. And it's just letting us know that God is there. No matter what is going on in our life, God is there. And the Bible declares that the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. So whatever is going on in your life, we want you to be encouraged and know to find that secret place in God. Have that personal relationship with God. And, you know, sometimes having a conversation with people, sometimes people just, they feel like something is missing from their life, and they, they don't know what is missing. Well, if you don't, if something is missing from your life and you don't know what is missing, perhaps God is missing from your life, and certainly you need to seek him while he may be fine. Call on him while he is near. Work while it is day, for night cometh when no man can work. And we've heard these things over and over, but it has to be real to us. We have to have that um, personal encounter with God, that moment in our life where we say, you know what, I need God. I see God at work in my life. I see his favor upon my life. I see his hand in my life. I see his protection. I see where other people are falling by the wayside. Other people are giving up hope. Other people are are losing hope. Other people have no hope. But our hope is in Jesus Christ. And certainly we have to call on his name, for there is no other name given to men whereby we might might be saved but at the name of Jesus. And the Bible declares that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is Lord to the glory of God our Father. So no matter what anybody tells you, Jesus is real. And certainly we um, are just, we're going to play this song and we have a special guest in a few minutes. And uh, Miranda Curtis simply says that we are under and open heaven, and certainly we can uh, see signs and wonders and miracles when you're under open heaven. And I, I believe God that certainly he has in store great things for us, even though we lose out in life, but God has so much in store for us. God is not unfair that he will only let bad things happen to you and nothing good ever happen to you. Because the Bible even declares that he reigns on the just and the unjust. And we see, we see it seems like the, uh, the Bible says it seems like the wicked are prospering. And we know that they, do, they will meet their end. But if you belong to God, if you have accepted him in your life uh, and confessed that he is Lord and Savior, we have a right uh, to the tree of life. And we have a right to all the blessings and favor of God. Open heaven, Miranda Curtis. You're under and open
declare miracles, signs, and wonders. We stand on God's word. I just want to shout out all of our listeners, all our guests that we have had over the past several months, uh, Elder uh, Minister Jason Vandenberg in, uh, from the Greater Shiloh Church in eastern Pennsylvania, Elder Doug Jackson down in Florida, Pastor Lawrence Burden from the Shiloh Baptist Church in Bridgeton, New Jersey, uh, Minister Jennifer Williams in our uh, capital city of Washington, D.C., Sister Nashia Richburg from right here in Hempstead, New York. And then um, we have so many people that are Sister Kimberly Cruz. Uh, she joined us and shared her testimony. My pastor, Reverend Bishop Elect William A. Watson, Jr. And so we thank God for all of our listeners. Our pastor, Cody Anderson, who was our guest last week, and he shared his music ministry. He's in Winnipeg, uh, Canada. Uh, also, our sister Danielle Kelly, she shared her music ministry with us. And so many uh, soon to come. But we have our uh, guest today in studio, and he was with us before, and he is back again, and that is our uh, pastor, Terrence Floyd, from the House of Blessings Christian Fellowship in Baldwin, New York. Once again, a reminder to our listening audience, if you desire to call in, our call-in number is 619-924-0800 here at Global Gospel Pastor Floyd, how are you today? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm just trying to stay cool and uh, yeah. <laughs> staying out the sun for as long as possible. I hear you. This, yeah, this heat is uh, offensive. <laughs> right, right. And it's encouragement to live right <laughs> and there not you go, go to hell. You live right. Heaven belongs to you. <laughs> right, that's right. And, uh, well, we don't really talk about heaven and hell, but... Uh, this weather should remind us all that there are uh, two places and that you do will leave here one day. Amen. Uh, so we thank God you're in studio with us again today. Is there a word from the Lord on this afternoon? Uh, there most certainly is. I want to share. I have something uh, that God placed on my heart to share uh, this afternoon. So uh, with your prayers and listening ears, uh, we'll... Uh, We'll hear it. We'll hear what God has to say unto us. Amen. Okay. So first, I'd like to you know, thank you, Reverend Lamar, for having me on, and to all the listeners out there. God bless you, and uh, my prayers are with you, and prayers are for you. And I just want to encourage somebody on today, and you know, many of every, you know, everybody listening has gone through something or is facing something at this particular time, and. Uh, I just want to shed light on some things and help people under, help help the people understand that you know God doesn't make mistakes, uh, as it tells us in Psalms uh, thirty-seven twenty-three that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And the good part of that verse is also, though he falls, he shall not be utterly destroyed. He won't, you know, but God will pick us up with His hands. So I want to talk about purpose. So my my uh, topic today is purpose, and there's there's so many that we can look at in the Bible concerning purpose, from Abraham to Joseph to Moses uh, to to Joshua, to, you know. But I want to focus in 
on Jesus because I think that if, if we were to really look at purpose, the, the epitome of fulfilling purpose, we can look at Jesus, our Savior, our Lord, the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valley, the bright morning star. We can look at the Alpha and the Omega. We can look at Jesus. And the Bible tells us to look unto Jesus because he's the author and finisher of our faith. Uh, so we want to, I want to take a look at Jesus, and I'm going to be referencing from John, the fourth chapter, on today. Um, just give you the uh, some summation of the text, but we're going to really look at John 4 uh, down in verse 30. But we're going to look at, I want to just talk about the beginning of the uh, text uh, in John, the fourth chapter. Jesus tells his disciples that they need to go through Samaria, all right? So when we think about purpose, uh, purpose is the reason for which something is done or created. It is the reason why something exists. So many times we look at purpose. I want to give you this first. We look at purpose, we think about giftings. We think of how well we can sing, how well we can organize things. Uh, we look at our minds, how inventive and creative we can be. But those are just the tools that God uses to get us to the fulfillment of the purpose that he has for us. Uh, so the giftings are our tools. Our purpose is the reason why God has placed us on this earth. And the main, to look at it in the broad picture, the main reason is to bring glory to God. You know, to bring glory to God, to bring glory to uh, his son, Jesus Christ. So as we look at this, uh, Jesus tells his disciples in John 4th chapter that they need to go through Samaria. He doesn't express, you know, the need for many things as we look at the Gospels. Uh, but him needing to go this way had a lot to do with his purpose. There he was going to meet up. With the woman at the well And it's crazy that Jesus Will go out of his way Or go this way Through Samaria And put himself in harm's way Just to meet up with the woman At the well And when we think about purpose Purpose will drive you Into places that you would not Ordinarily go Purpose drives you uh, To go far beyond your normal Go far beyond what's regular or conventional in what everybody else thinks. When his disciples heard, heard, it, heard this, that they need to go to Samaria, I'm pretty sure that it kind of confused them. Why would he want to go that way? But when you're tied and tangled in purpose, you, you will go outside the box because this is, what you are, this is what you've been created for. This is why you exist. We understand uh, Jesus' purpose was to come and to die for for mankind We understand that Jesus' purpose was to be the uh, Redemption factor uh, For us to connect us Back to God So that's why Jesus came It is not that um, He didn't come just to heal the sick And raise the dead But he came that, he, that we would have life And have life more abundantly So Jesus having him and his disciples Go to Samaria to get outside the city Jesus takes a seat at the well Because the journey was Tasking uh, uh, took a toll on his body, and his disciples went away from him to go get something to eat. And as he was there, he meets up with a woman at the well, and he begins to have a conversation with her. And he talks to her 
and really tells her or tries to communicate to her, you know, he says, give me something to drink. And she says, well, you know, you being a Jew asking the Samaritan for something to drink don't make sense. But Jesus says, listen, if you knew who I was, I wouldn't be asking you for a drink, but you will be asking me for a drink. So they go through this uh, scenario. Jesus talks with her. Jesus also begins to talk to her about, you know, the things that she's doing wrong, not to ridicule her, not to ostracize her, but to give her an access point to for uh, repentance so that she can get things together. So after going through this with the woman at the well, Jesus tells her everything that she's been through. She tries to deflect. She tries to talk about and change the subject and talk about something different. But Jesus, oh, he brings it back. He tells us that he, he brings it back to, you know, the focal point of her, you know, getting things right. And after all is said and done, she goes back into the city and begins to testify of her meeting or her, in, her interaction with Jesus. She tells everybody, come see a man that told me everything. And, and, you know, and it had to be something different for her because usually she was abused by people. Usually she was um, taken advantage of. But Jesus does not take advantage of the situation, but he brings healing to her hurt and brings everything together. So when we talk about purpose, this is why Jesus came to bring healing to our hurt. He came to, you know, mend brokenness and to bridge the gap between you know, God and us. So as Jesus comes now to this particular place, his disciples come back to him. Uh, I'm in John, the fourth chapter, around the 30th verse. His disciples come back to him, and they're telling him, okay, Master, you got to eat something. And his response to them is so crazy because he tells them that he has meat that they don't even know about, that he has something to eat. That they don't even know about All this time They went to go get something to eat But Jesus you know Has something that they Really can't understand or can't fathom At this time because purpose Drives you to a place That it fills you up Purpose doesn't leave you empty But purpose will always fill you up So when you're doing or chasing Or going after the thing that God Called you to do it would not It would never leave you empty and many times we think about our problems and our pains and our situations, uh, but think about the things that God think about the things that God has brought you through should be an encouraging our hinge to swing you from you know things going bad and God blessing you above, above and beyond what you can never imagine. So as the disciples come back, they say, "Jesus, eat something." Jesus says, listen, I have something to eat. They say, well, they begin to question and talk to one another and say, hey, listen, did you bring them something? Did you bring them something? And Jesus says, no, listen. In, in John, the fourth chapter, in the 34th verse, and he tells them, he said, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. Jesus, within that statement or within that scripture, fulfills or talks about or really defines his purpose. That when you're going after purpose, it will always bring you to a place where, you're, where you are full or you're filled because you are fulfilling the thing that God has called you to do. And the only thing that Jesus did at this particular time was have this conversation with this woman that brought healing to our hurt, changed her whole perspective of life, changed her whole direction of life. And this is where we really see Jesus stepping in and fulfilling or going after the purpose 
that God has that God had for him that his his whole intent is defined in this in this scripture that his need is to do the will of the Father of that of him that sent him and to finish his work. So I want to encourage somebody on today that you may feel like you're hitting a brick wall. You may feel like you're just spinning wheels, you know, and I want to encourage you that nothing just happens. God is very intentful. He's intentional uh, with everything that we go through and everything that we deal with. It is God's intentionality that brings us to where we are. Jesus, it was intentional for him to go through Samaria. It was intentional. For, this, for the disciples to go in to get something to eat. It was intentional that he met up with this woman by the well. And I want to encourage somebody because you feel like what you're doing don't doesn't make sense to fulfill or doesn't add up to fulfill the purpose that God has in store for your life. But I want to encourage you that everything that you've gone through, everything that you are going through, God is using it to put you in the proper place to fulfill, to fulfill the purpose that he has in store for your life. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and God has set up your steps. He has established your steps. He has put things in order and things in place. Not only that, God puts the right people in your life to help you along the way so you can fulfill the thing that he has over you. So I want to encourage somebody that may feel discouraged at this particular moment, at this particular time. There's somebody that feels like they've just been spinning wheels and they've just been running on the treadmill of life. Wondering when when is their break going to come? When is their change going to come? I want to encourage you that everything that you're going through right now is a part of the plan. That nothing just happens. We don't live life by coincidence. We don't live by life by happenstance. That everything we go through, God uses our pain. He uses our uh, He uses the the good things, the bad things in our lives to bring it all together, and He orders it. He puts it in line so that we can walk out the thing that he has uh, called us to do. Amen. So I encourage somebody on today, don't, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. You know, know that God has everything in control. And you have to get to a place where you are willing, you are willing to, uh, to give it all, to give it all, to see the thing that God, the purpose that God has in store for your life come to pass. Right, so be encouraged, be inspired, know that God's got your back, and that you know everything's going to work out for the good. God bless you, and may heaven smile upon you. God bless you. We thank you, uh, Pastor Floyd, for sharing those words of encouragement. We're going to, going to take a break, and we'll be right back. Uh, the song simply says, "I know the plans." that I have for you and he just told us about purpose so meditate on this our number in studio is 619-924-0800 and we'll be right back for you he said I know just what you're going through yeah so when you can't see what tomorrow holds Yesterday is through Remember, I know The plan I have for you That's what the Lord said, He said See, I know The plan I have for you And you, and you, and you And see, I know, I know To the world you're going 
Blessing Christian Fellowship, Pastor Terrence Floyd has a word for you, and you just sampled that. Um, we're so glad for all you that listen listen in, uh, are, and are continuing to listen in with us today. Once again, our number is six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. Before uh, Pastor uh, leaves, uh, we just would like to him to offer a word of prayer because today perhaps somebody is uh, broken, uh, somebody's hurting, somebody's lost, somebody's in despair, somebody's down and out, and certainly prayer changes things. Somebody said um, prayer, if it doesn't change your situation, it will change you. So we thank God for prayer because prayer is our communication with God and it's just simply talking to God and we know that we can cast our cares on the Lord and, you know, certainly it relieves some of your stress and your burdens and somebody said, um, I heard one preacher said that um, they found an outlet in prayer because there's some things that you just can't talk to people about there but you can certainly talk to the Lord about everything even though he already knows you can let it out. And my mother always tells us there's more room on the outside than it is on the inside. So we don't want anybody to walk around and uh, be a potential to explode. But Pastor, take us to the throne of grace. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time with you. We thank you, Father God, for your constant reminder that you have not forgotten us. God, we pray for those, Lord God, that are going through even now, Father, those that have suffered loss. God, we know you are the God of all comfort. And God, even those situations may be on, they are beyond our control. They're even beyond our comprehension, Father. We look to you. We look to you, Father God, to be our peace that surpasses all, all understanding. We look to you, God, to be our strength, Father God, where we can't carry it, Father. God, we pray, God, that you would touch every listener, God, touch everyone connected to them, Father. I pray that your mighty hand will be on them, God, and that you will wrap your arms around them. Let them feel your love. Let them feel your comfort. Let them feel that peace, Lord God, that goes, Father God, that reaches them far beyond they can eat what they can ever imagine. I pray, God, that you would begin to touch people's hearts, Lord God, change perspectives, Lord, those that feel like they've hit a brick wall or a dead end and they can't go any further, I pray, God, that they will, God, that you will bust through the wall, Father God, and make a way for them, God. For you told us that there's no temptation that has taken us, but we'll come in the man. But God, you are faithful, who will not suffer us to be tempted above which we're able to stand. But with the trial, you'll make a way of escape that we'll be able to bear it. I pray, Father God. Lord God, that on this day, the last day of June of 2018, God, Lord, that you will bring us into the next half of the year, God, Lord God, with a, with a high hand, God. I pray, God, that we will not be despondent and discouraged, but, God, we will walk into the purpose that you have in store for us, God. Lord, sometimes, God, we feel alone, but, God, that's exactly where you want us. Lord, where we're not codependent on anyone else but you, Father. Lord, so everyone that feels isolated and insulated, even on today, God, I pray, God, that they will lean on you, Father, God. In you, God, we'll find strength. In you, we'll find peace. In you, God, we'll find, God, Lord, joy, and we'll find happiness, God, like never before. 
So we thank you now, God, for every listener. I pray that you will bless them abundantly. God, you are the God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ever ask to think according to the power that works in us. God, let your power work in us, Father. And God, as we go into July, God, let it be amazing, God. Let the last, the second half of this year, God, be better, Lord, than the first half. And God will forever give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. Thank you again to uh, Pastor Terrence Floyd, who joined us in studio, telling us about purpose. Let us not forget the hymns of the church. This hymn simply says, Jesus paid it all, Reverend James Moore, Mississippi Mass Choir. Jesus paid it all. Through suffering, 
we can certainly grab on to a song. Jesus paid it all.
You're listening to Global Gospel, and we're having church right now, and we believe the Bible declares that let everything that have breath praise the Lord. And we are giving God and sending up praise on this afternoon for all that he has done and for all that he is going to do. Go to somebody's church on tomorrow. I need you, Lord, right now, Lord. Well, sometimes I get tired, and sometimes I get weak. That's why I'm calling Call your name, cause I need you right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm calling your name, cause I need you right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm calling your name, Lord, cause I need you, Lord, right now, Lord. Well, sometimes. I get tired and sometimes I get weak. That's why I'm calling Call your name. Yeah, cause I need you. Right now, Lord. Mm, I'm praying this prayer right now cause I need you, Lord. Right now, Lord. Yeah, I'm praying this prayer right now cause I need you, Lord. Right now, Lord. Mm, well, sometimes I wake it hard and sometimes I wake it up. That's why I'm calling your name. Yeah, cause I need you right now. Sing, 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.